Hi, everybody. Welcome back to You All, Everybody. Uh, I'm Aaron. Erica. Vanessa. And this week we are on, we're still in season one. It's on episode four. The episode's name is called Walkabout. So this week we are drinking Johnny Waka about. <laughs> uh, more like this week Erica is drinking it because I'm not drinking that. I I am drinking vodka, but that's all. That's all you. I I prefer scotch, so I'm totally fine with it. This is. I, I don't mind my favorite drink with my favorite episode. <laughs> I don't mind whiskey. I'm just scotch is just too. It tastes like wood. It's like, mm, hey, blend up some wood for me. Put it in my mouth. I don't have a refined palate. Oh, sorry. You're drinking your fucking snob of that. You're drinking that Irish, that poor Irish stuff. Yeah, that's the problem. We're watching way too much fucking Outlander. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Uh, this episode first aired October 13th, 2004. And with sixteen or eighteen point one six million viewers, it was directed by Jack Bender and written by David Fury. Uh, he was actually nominated for an Emmy for this episode. It takes place on during days four and five on the island, and I guess there's not a whole lot to go over from the last episode, right? Like, I'd say arguably this is one of my favorite episodes. Well, I mean, from the last episode, like from what what happened in the last one, there's not like a whole lot to say yeah. as far as what happened, right? Because like, like a throwaway episode, not a lot happened. It was just a kind of a so-so episode about Kate. Kate, yeah. And it pretty much wrapped up the issue with the marshal. Mm-hmm. Didn't introduce anything that needs to be mentioned, which is kind of made obvious by the fact that there isn't a previously on Lost thingy for this episode. The only thing it sort of did was end on Locke's face with some creepy music, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, anyhow, how's it going? Good. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, to the episode. Okay, so we start off with focused on Locke's eye, like pretty much every third episode does, which I was like trying to think of stuff to add for the uh, stuff to guess. Oh, yeah, what did we guess for the last one? I can't remember. How many times? Yeah, just just the just the nicknames, the... and I have it written down. The nicknames, yeah. Um, but I actually, I, I think anyway, we'll get to that. But uh, this was I was just adding something to add to the episode as far as things to guess, because there's a few. This is what the second or third one that starts on an eye, with an I. I think it's at I... least the second one because that's how the pilot starts. What? Mm. Th- that's the second or third episode that starts off with like the oh. shot of the eye. Yeah. Um. Are we going to? Did somebody write down how many times Kate cried, or looked like she's gonna cry? Oh, I, I was telling Erica. Uh. Oh, so wait. You want to do the the for, per episode the the way, like that would be fun to do per episode with the Kate crying stuff. Uh. The the Sawyer stuff was a different thing, right? That's where it's added up to where it's like whoever gets it right six times get would get it like a six pack gets a six pack yeah is that cool okay so yeah the kate stuff is fine especially because the kate stuff can be like argued against too as far as like argue against it we want to take a drink no i'm just saying like like if like if we're doing it for like a guessing thing and you're like that doesn't count as crying you know what i'm saying but whereas the sawyer thing's more 
No, the Slayer thing's more like yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. So that's why I was like, do we add the 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 waking up with the eye thing as far as that? Like throw it in there and just leave the Slayer thing by itself. Oh, on somebody's eye. Oh. Yeah, like it starts off with some like the episode yeah, starts off with an eye. Yeah, we could do the eye. eye thing. Okay, so it's so then just add that to. to... Yes, so you're gonna guess yes or no. Yeah, yes yeah. or no, and whoever gets it wrong has to like do a drink, whether it's like a full beer or a, whatever a shot. Like uh, guess it the the sure, the sure. episode before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. So anyway, uh, Locke wakes up. The episode starts out on his eye. <laughs> Wakes up and we're taken back to one of the first scenes from the pilot episode with the engines running while Charlie's just kind of walking around aimlessly, probably high on heroin. Well, yeah, he is still high on heroin, I'm <laughs> assuming. Uh, Shannon's screaming at her Barbie and Jen's yelling probably for son, probably about her covering up or how messed up her hair looks after surviving a plane crash, something like that. Anyway, Locke is still on the ground looking like he's playing like this little piggy with his toes. Sits up, slowly grabs his shoes to put them on as we flash back to the present, where it's nighttime on the beach, with Locke just kind of staring off in space while Vincent is barking like crazy. Michael tells Walt to shut the damn dog up because everyone's trying to sleep, but everyone yeah. wakes up anyway. Yeah, I was like, I'd be a little more worried if the dog was going crazy like that, because he's just like, make him be quiet. I'm like, I'd be like, why is he barking? We know there's polar bears and alien robots out in this forest or jungle. It's true. It's like, very true. We should all be alert, alarmed right now. I feel like they have no survival instincts at all. These people? Yeah. Yeah, especially with, like, the stuff that's out there. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so uh, Michael tells Walt to shut the dog up because everyone's trying to sleep, and, but everyone wakes up anyway when they hear a bunch of growling and thrashing around inside the fuselage. People start to question what it might be, and Jack's like, Sawyer. Which obviously it wasn't because there's was a bunch of growling. So unless Sawyer somehow got rabies, Jack is just kind of being a dick. Yes. Uh, Sawyer does call him an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so Sawyer walks up behind him. He's like, dickhead. And calls him on his shit. So uh, Jack grabs the world's smallest flashlight out of his pocket, shirt pocket, and starts shining at the fuselage while everyone walks towards it. It's like one of those lights they use to check your eyes. When... Yeah, it's a doctor. It's a doctor flashlight. Okay, wait. So he calls him a jackass right there. Does that count as a nickname? See, uh, I was 50-50 on that. I don't know. Because, I, uh, I mean, his name is Jack. Jack Ass. Well, okay. Do insults count as nicknames? I guess not. They don't count as insults or nicknames? I guess not. But okay, it could well, then... because his name is Jack. <laughs> and he called him a jackass. Well, I, I don't know. That's just... Anyway, so no. No? But, I mean, pretty much any... Any nickname Sawyer uses is meant to be kind of an insult. He doesn't say it lovingly. Yeah. yeah. So so it does count? I don't know. 50-50. Where do we draw the line on it? Because I thought I guess that one was that was. I think that one was used more I mean, as an usually insult. I, yeah, I guess more as an insult. Because usually he calls him hero or doc. That's true. All right. If fine. he's referring to Jack. Wasn't a nickname. Um... Sorry, I got distracted. Okay. Uh, wait, did that count or no? Did we no. Sell? That didn't no. count. Okay. No. I was like, wait, was, anyway, uh, like not paying. Anyway, okay. So, uh, but uh, the, the, so they peek in uh, the fuselage, just something continues rustling around in there until Sawyer, who's carrying a big flashlight, decides to shine it directly at whatever's inside. 
this just pisses off whatever's inside and jack's like scatter so they all take off <laughs> you said scatter and i wrote scatter <laughs> <laughs> so they all take off running for cover as a titload of boars comes running and the fuselage towards them huh it's three boars it's a titload well how much is exactly a titload three apparently like <laughs> you only get two tits <laughs> not if you're an animal, but it's there usually in, it's usually in pairs. It's not usually <laughs> odd numbers. Yeah, well, these boars, this boar's mom's a mutant. <laughs> I don't know. They are so living a on a government word. experiment island, so yeah, exactly. Could be. <laughs> it's a mutant. So of course, Charlie trips as they're running, which I was debating on adding that to the things we have to guess because apparently it's his thing. Um and. So the pigs run off and the, all these rubes are like, oh my god, what was that? Like pig-like creature. And the lock's like, boars. He gets like half a chub over it. <laughs> he does. And it's like, <laughs> So uh, we open with our first topless scene of the show as Jack patches up Charlie, who I guess was injured when he fell or like maybe injured by the boars, but I didn't catch it. Even though I watched that scene like nine times writing, like while writing this. But uh, you can sort of see Dominic Monaghan's Lord of the Rings tattoo, I guess, as he's cleaning up Jack. Which I didn't notice until I read the uh, until I read the trivia for it. I didn't know he had a Lord of the Rings tattoo. Yeah, he apparently. Um, but it's on, it ended up being like, I think it was, uh, it's like the top of his shoulder. If you watch the episode again, or just watch that part again. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Uh, what What's it of? What? What's it of? What's it of? I think it's just their writing. And it says something in like their, their whatever their language is. Because it, it's just writing. Hmm. Lame. Yeah. I wanted it to be like the eye or the ring or something. Oh, yeah. No. Nothing that cool. I really <laughs> hope this keeps recording. Actually, it's actually pretty cool because it's a little more subtle than that. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, But, uh, sorry. I drank that beer too fast. Anyway, uh, Jack tells him that the boars were looking for food and that they need to get rid of... Of the bodies in the fuselage. Duh. Fuselage, what? Get rid of the bodies? Duh. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying this for how long? They've, like, I mean, they should have done this days time. ago. At least yeah. days ago. Been, yeah. I mean, they're all going to get, like, the Black Plague. Yeah. I literally have in my notes, they should have done this days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're getting around to it. <laughs> Sorry. Again, getting distracted. Uh,. So he tells them they need to burn the bodies. Saeed tells them that burying the bodies, that many bodies will be tough without shovels. And Jack is like, no, nah, let's just fucking burn them. So that's when Sally Sadface is like, but they're people. They're, they're dead. Yeah. And Saeed agrees, but Jack tells them that anything they bury is just going to get dug up and eaten by wild animals. Dumb. I believe his exact words were, they're gone and we're not. Yeah. Uh, Saeed argues that burning them sucks because it shows completely dis- complete disregard for the possible religions or wishes. And Jack is pr- pretty much practical as fuck and is like, hey, I get that. And He acts like it isn't part of people's religions to they get cremated. Yeah, that's why yeah, Jack is like, like... They're literally acting like people don't get burned ever. Most like, people these days get cremated. Yeah. Well, Jack's like, hey, I get that. I don't like it either. But, you know, on the other hand, let's burn them up. So uh, they can't argue with that, and he tells them that they'll gather firewood the next day and burn the fuselage down at sundown. Charlie questions why they're waiting till sundown. Kate's like, yo, signal fire. Duh. <laughs> and I, I feel like Jack being a doctor kind of helps out 
that whole situation, like anything where he has to make like practical decisions like that have to deal with like medical stuff or health or anything, any dead people, basically like anything that has like an icky factor or like something you have to do. Yeah. Uh, or something that has to do with like morally type of reasons. Yeah. Like I think making him a doctor can make those decisions quicker. But uh, anyway, so all of a sudden it's the next day. Kate walks up to Saeed, who is making a thingamabob that will hopefully be able to pick up the transmission from the French lady. And he tells Kate that if the trans that if the transmissions have been playing for 16 years, then there must be a power source somewhere on the island. And the antennas, or antennae, apparently, which I had to look that up, which this is why it takes me three hours to write this. <laughs> because I'm like, wait a second. What's the plural of antennas? Antennas does not sound right right here. So I'm like antennae, and then I'm like anten. Oh, sorry, it's antennae, because I wrote it down phonetically. What? I don't want to sound stupid, even though I just sound stupid. Antennae, antennae, antennae. Great use of your time. Antennae. Yeah, this is why it takes me so long. Jesus Christ. Anyway, the the antennas. Uh, that he's working on might not be able to or might be able to triangulate the signal of the uh, transmission can you hear a bunch of crunching by the way yeah i can <laughs> that's that's the dog such a loud eater okay so uh over on the other side of the beach i can't hear my- it when you're talking though well that's good let's see let's see if it if it goes on when we're <laughs> you can definitely hear that okay anyway so uh over on the other side of the beach uh Michael and Walter collecting wood and notice that Locke notice Locke smiling when he's while opening a suitcase. Walter's about to head over to check out what he's found, and Michael's like, "Nah, man, help me out with the food." Mister Locke doesn't want kids hanging around with him all day. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, <laughs> I don't know. He's a little sketchy. I'm not sure about him yet. Yeah, I don't know. But Walt Walt lays another guilt trip on him with uh, at least he talks to me, which like I feel like it would kind of suck being Michael in like this situation the situation he's in because normally. He seems like the type that would, like, when Walt says something like that, he'd be like, shut up. Listen here, you like <laughs> Exactly. Like a normal parent. <laughs> but because he hasn't been around at all, like, kind of, I'm sure he kind of feels guilty. So he seems like he's kind of walking on eggshells. Yeah. But, uh. He doesn't know what to do with them. Yeah. Oh, here you go. I'm good. Okay. Anyway, uh. Elsewhere on, elsewhere on the beach, Hurley's arguing about food with Sawyer, who gets in a couple, like, he gets in a couple of good nicknames in, like, a 10-second period. He calls, yes? yeah, he calls totally. Hurley Pork Pie. Totally missed And it. he calls Boone Metro. <laughs> so. I missed I all of that. I but missed I, all of that. This was right when. It's because they're yelling at each other. Oh, this is when I got the call that I got the job. And so I paused it, <laughs> but then I started watching again, but then I was texting people, so I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> Makes sense. Well, good thing I'm sitting in here. So wait, that's two then, right? Uh, or is that was two? Yeah, because you didn't count the jackass. Okay, so that's two. Which is it, by the way? So a two. Let's wait. Wait. I kind of want to see who had two. You did, because I had three. And I had four. Eric oh yeah. Four. All right, that's one. I got to write that down. Huh? I said I won one. Yeah. So Jack runs over, breaks them up, and asks. Asks, asks what's going on. Hurley tells him Jethro here is hoarding the last of the peanuts, which is actually what he says. Uh, <laughs> Hurley calls him Jethro. Yeah, and that's why I, I wrote down. Does it? Does it? Uh, it's only it's only Sawyer that 
gets yeah, used yeah. in nicknames like when it counts or is it any yeah. nicknames just sawyer just sawyer okay so hurley says sawyer's hoarding the last of the peanuts jack asks what happened to the rest of the food and hurley tells him that they ate it all the rest of their su- the rest of the survivors were already gathered around to watch the possible fight so of course they hear that the food is gone everyone's like what the food is gone we're screwed no yeah they should have been and looking I- for food Days ago, as soon as they crashed. They thought they were going to be rescued. I did get a decent screenshot from that, though, that I will send to you guys. <laughs> I mean, how it's... on earth did they run out of food when Shannon's not even eating? <laughs> it's it's not as good as the last one, but... It's... She'll eat on the rescue boat. It's true. She will eat on the rescue boat. <laughs> you know, that's, I had... I that's mean, the, the mine, picture. Mine wasn't I, the screen that, cap. Like, skinkerific, but I had that same exact shirt. Look at that. Look at that girl's face. i had that shirt oh my gosh she looks like she's in like a teen drama movie where she's like the cheerleader and she's like me oh yeah like she's the bitchy cheerleader yeah 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 the one in the middle like we don't have any food yeah well or like he's trying to like calm him down and she's like whatever you say guy except she probably says something racist um, that, that shirt though was totally like early two thousands. The the cutoff shirt or whatever yeah, it is. No, just like that type of stripey shirt with the with the collar. Those shirts are cool. I, I thought so. I mean, I had I had one. I had a dress like it too. That's because it was cool. <laughs> it was cool. I mean, mine didn't show my stomach, but it's a dress. I hope not. Oh yeah, a decent screenshot. Okay, so everyone's <laughs> like, "What? The food is gone!" And so our, our side tries to be Mister Positive and is like, "It's cool, guys. We can find more food. There's tons of stuff on the island just waiting to be eaten." And Sawyer's like, "Yeah, well, how are we gonna do that?" And then, phew, knife flies into the seat next to Sawyer, and Locke is like, "We hunt." And I'm like, "God, Locke is so badass." <laughs> I, I just think it's funny that no one noticed that he was just standing around there with a knife, just kind of like, like, like doing what they do with like. Doing the tip of his finger with the knife, kind of like mm, just waiting for a minute, a moment to like a setup to throw, throw the he's knife. Just, show yeah, is like just waiting till you yeah throw to it. show those sweet knife throwing skills. God, I hope they ask me. <laughs> or or some there's got they got to say something where I can throw this freaking knife. Been holding on to it for what? What day is it? It's day four, I think. Four days, I haven't thrown it once. Or no, he just found him actually. He Never mind. Chub again as he throws it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he honestly seems like the type that would. What? Get a chub? Wait around just for like oh, that. Okay. Perf- oh yeah, for sure. Wait around for like the perfect moment to like show off how yeah. cool he is. For sure. Uh so Kate asks him how he got the knife in the plane and Locke tells her he checked it. Jack asks, he's like, What's your name? Before he has a- and before he has a chance to answer, Michael's like, Locke. His name is Locke. But like the way he said it kind of seems like he almost yeah. wanted to say, and stay away from my damn kid. Yeah. My favorite was Jack's joke. Uh, oh, the missing, about missing Sawyer? Yeah. He did it on purpose yeah. or not? Uh, so uh, Jack asks what, asks what Locke, asks Locke what they're going to hunt, and Locke tells him, the boars that came into the camp last night, stupid. Yeah, bacon. <laughs> and so uh, he also uh, tells them. Bacon, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, it's bacon, yep, yep. <laughs> Like, is that Lion King? Yeah. Yes. I'm curious if you can work in a Disney reference, a Disney movie reference in every episode. I bet we could. Yeah, yeah, you're at Tuna Row so far, I think. I bet you I could. Oh, yeah. There's enough of the actors that are Once Upon a Time. That's easy enough right there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, now now, now I'm going to try. Wait, what was my other Disney reference? I don't remember. 
Uh, what was he? She, you made, you made one the last time, I think. I think it was about for was it about Frozen or something like. I can't remember. The last episode. I think so. It was. I don't know. You've already made one though. I know that for sure. But uh, okay. I'm behind. So I'll I'll go Challenge I'll go accepted. I'll go slower. So if you have something to say, I don't skip right over it. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he throws he throws that. Kate asks him how. He says he checked it. Michael says that. Uh, so anyway, Jack asks Locke what they're gonna hunt. Locke tells him boars. He also tells them that the ones in the camp the night before were piglets, so that their big ass so their big ass mom, two hundred fifty pounds, mean as hell, should be nearby as well. He tells them that I'll take three of them to kill one of the piglets, but describes it in a way that kind of made me feel like bad for the piglet. Like I was like, oh, that poor piglet. He's like, I'm going to flank it, pin it, and slit its throat. Except he, I probably said it, yeah, and he licked his, he's like, let's lick his chops. Oh, I meant, no. Oh, oh, okay. But, okay, well, go <laughs> He might have. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, uh, Sawyer's like, good luck killing that boar with one knife, and Locke kind of does like a Fonzie kick to a suitcase, like, hey, and it pops open, and then the rest of the, like, he, there's like 90 more knives there. Then we go to uh, the first flashback of the episode. Which, this part is great in the script. I wanted to... Here, I'm going to do a share screen real fast. Cool. Okay, so, like, the part that just happened with, like, where he's they see his knives is great in the... That's stuck in my head now. What? Are you getting your pills? <laughs> so, uh... Or somebody getting your pills. 50... Oh, yeah, so it's it goes... Uh, he, he smirks, Locke takes a step towards his, the black bag, kicks it open... And then he, they see the bunch of knives, and then the others react. Fuck! It's just like <laughs> I don't know. It's just like oh, that's interesting. Like I, that's a weird reaction because you would think, like if to say that they were thinking he's gonna come after them. I know maybe he is gonna come after them. Now they're scared of him. Yeah. Well, Hurley kind of made it seem too because I think he's like, who is this guy? Yeah. I'm like, you're afraid of everybody. That's true. He's afraid of Kate. Who cries all the time. <laughs> so anyway, uh, oh yeah, so we get our, right here we get the first uh, flashback. Yeah, it, which it doesn't do that. No, it doesn't. No, it just goes straight into the flashback. So uh, it starts with Locke answering a ringing phone, and the person on the other line calls him Colonel Locke, asks if, he's like, is this line secure? Locke looks around before telling him it is, and then the guy on the other, on the line tells him that they're a go for 1,300 hours. Locke confirms that just as he's yelled at, at by fucking Randy. Fucking Randy's a jerk. About TPS reports that still need to be done. <laughs> and that guy, what, the TPS reports? Yeah. Yeah, which I'm curious if those, those are, are those actually a real thing? Yeah. Or is that just... It's on Office Space. I know it's on Office Space, but like, I was... What's the boss on that? He's literally like the same guy. No, this guy's way more of a dick than that. Well, he's this guy's more of an obvious dick than that guy on Office yeah, Space. Yeah, I'm gonna like. Seen that TPS movie? Report. Office uh, Space, Vanessa. I think or so. It's been a while. It's been a while. I think I've watched it, but most people have probably watched it a lot. It's it's always on TV. I've only seen it like maybe twice, but. But, uh, There's a lot of good stuff you can learn from Yeah. So Randy tells him to finish the reports. Locke is like, I heard you the first time. And Randy tells him no personal phone calls during office hours and walks away. Locke begins typing into the calculator, which makes the same sound as the like that monster thing. 
later as it prints. That same like tick 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 tick. Is it a calculator out in the jungle? It's like yeah, a, it's just, a, it's just a big calculator. It's just a big calcula- <laughs> Maybe calculator. Maybe it's like just any sort of noise <laughs> reference that like gives the people on the island anxiety. That 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 would do it for a lot. Yeah. Just like ugh, TPS work. reports. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, back on the island. <laughs> what? The delay, how long shit took her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was great. Uh, so, see, like, it kind of seems like she's just giving pity laughs. I, I just thought <laughs> she didn't think it was funny, and then all of a sudden she started laughing. <laughs> yeah, and then it just sounds like a pity laugh. She's like, <laughs> and you're like, oh, it was kind of funny, right? Uh, but anyway, Why back on the Why am I so island. delayed? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's funnier. It's, uh, so back on the island, Kate is getting ready to go hunting. Jack asks her what she thinks of Locke as they watch him sharpening his knives. She says he seems to know what he's doing and is like, "Oh, you're worried about me, Jack. Like, kind of flirty-like. But apparently having to put the marshal out of his misery in the previous episode killed Jack's boner for her because his response <laughs> was like, yeah, well, at least I'm going to want a criminal, fuckhead. Ooh, burn. And then she pouts. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, then he then asks her why she's really going hunting. So she gra- shows him the thingamabob that Saeed made and tells him what it does. Uh, meanwhile, on another part of the beach, Michael's getting ready to go hunting as well. Uh, Michael's getting ready to hunt- go hunting as well. And Walt asks why he can't come. Michael pulls up because I said so. Which how often do you do that, Vanessa? <laughs> A lot. They're like, well, how? how come you can do this? Because I'm the adult and you're the kid and I can do whatever I want. And when you're an adult. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, when my mom used to say that, man, that used to piss me off. Well, yeah, but who cares? You're the kid. <laughs> like, as far as yeah, adults go. Exactly. I like being told what to do. When you can pay your own bills. <laughs> I hated that, too. <laughs> that is exactly why I was saying you hated that, too, but now you're like, oh, I get it. When I was a kid, because I was like, uh-huh. then you can't, you can't confiscate it from me, because I paid for it, and... You can't tell me I can't have it because I paid for it. Uh, did they ever take <laughs> stuff away from you even though you paid for it? No, because they didn't find out about the second cell phone. <laughs> You're like a drug dealer. Yeah, they took the away cell phone? Yeah, they took away the first cell phone because they paid for it. I paid for the second one. Hmm. Did your I, sister I, know I, you had a cell phone? No. I asked, Why, because she would have read you out? Yeah. <laughs> I asked Amber's mom, hey, if I pay for it, can you add me to your family plan? It was only like $10 back in the day. Yeah. yeah. I pay her ten dollars a month for my cell phone. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I had the sweet razor. Wow, you had that for a while. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh I missed that phone. So uh still in the drawer back home. <laughs> it's a good phone. It's probably worth some money. She's now. Why? Probably. They're gonna Anyway, okay. So uh <laughs> Michael says, because I said so, and then for some reason asks fucking son of all people to take care of Walt, which I feel like would Hi. be a conversation. Yeah, I know I saw your boobs. Exactly. But, uh, can you like uh, babysit yeah. my son? <laughs> like that would have been an awkward it's conversation. Awkward. But I, yeah, but I mean, it's not like there's like forty other people on the beach you could have asked instead, and definitely mm-hmm. not someone that speaks English. So uh, yeah, I mean, there's belly button ring girl. <laughs> the three we just there, saw. Yeah, like there, there's at least Shannon. I would ask the one that doesn't speak English over Shannon. Exactly. Rose. You could freaking ask Rose. Rose is doing her own thing right now. Yeah, Rose Wait, not yes. in a good mental state. I wouldn't ask her either. Yeah. 
She all she has to do is watch him. She's fine. She can watch him while she's rocks alone. She's already watching the ocean. Yeah, but as long as he stays in front of her, <laughs> just in the ocean, right go drown, kid. Stay in my eye. Stay in my eyesight. So, uh, so son agrees to. I guess. Like, I can't remember. Did we decide? She goes, oh. Yeah, which is agree. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Did, did we decide if we want to know exactly what she says? Cause yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, so she, wait, it's on. I wrote it down where it's where it is. The, the last part that she said to Walt, she said something about his father. Yes. Is, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so... She says, a, "Oh, he gets he gets uh a little more racist in. Oh, he gets kind of like not racist, but like I don't even know. I don't know if you want to call it ignorant, but here, I'll, let me let me read it to you. So, son looks somewhat apprehensive at first, then after a moment's thought, she nods and speaks in Korean, and she says, "I would gladly look after your son." But then Michael says in the script, which I had to go back and look after I read this, he says, "Sorry, I don't speak Japanese, but." You're cool with this, right? So they got rid of the I don't speak I don't understand Japanese part, be, uh, but they left the you're cool with it right in there. And then she's smiling shyly and says yes, and I'm Korean in Korean, obviously. But they they got rid of that part, which makes sense because yeah. <laughs> but uh, so wait, she says more. Yeah, she does say more. Uh, she agrees to, and uh, Walt tells him that he does need a babysitter. Michael tells him he needs to take care of Vincent, plus it'll give Michael a chance to get to know Locke a little better and walks away. Sun then says something in Korean and Walt's like, yeah, whatever, which I feel like would have been what he would have said regardless if he could understand her or not. Yeah. But she says, try not to worry about your father. He'll be all right. What a nice lady. Yeah. Um, And I feel like if they did, you they couldn't do... Uh, subtitles on that because you would under no, you'd obviously figure out that she knows English because she right, tells yeah. she corrects it. Well, he didn't. Yeah. He also didn't say that she was the Japanese part, but yeah, yeah. but she's answering him as if she knows yeah. what he's saying. So I understand. Uh, okay, so so back at the fuselage, fuselage. Uh, Jack is gathering up firewood, and Claire walks up and asks him if to take a look at some wedding plans for the couple that died in the crash. By the way, this was, according to the trivia and me, this is uh, the first time that Claire's name is mentioned on the show. So I'm glad I didn't stick with the nicknames, which apparently the others have been mentioned before this because they didn't make note of that. But I figured because when when he when she came up there, he said your name is Claire and it was kind of like, yeah, put in there. It seemed like it was put in there so we would finally know who she was. Yeah. Probably like, but they. Because they didn't want to keep calling her Prigo. I still feel like they haven't mentioned Sun or Jin's name, but I have to go back. You have to go back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so Jack not, looks. I can't wait till she gets that. <laughs> so Jack looks at the wedding plans and is like, "Unless this is Kindle for like kindling for the fire, why am I looking at this? Yeah, like, he seems like super fucking annoyed I, by I, this. Do you want to add to the fire? Yeah, I was like, he wants to make all these decisions about stuff, but he does not want to be the leader. Yeah, 
Well, no, I, he doesn't He doesn't want to be, I don't think he wants to be the leader at all either. No, but he does want to make decisions because he's like, we're going to burn the bodies. We're going to go do this. Well, that's because they're, they're, they're not, they're lolling around. Yeah. And he knows it needs to be done because, especially after those boars. But uh, anyway, Claire's like, well, we were thinking of doing a memorial service and we're wondering if you'd like to lead it. Jack's like, eh, I'm good. And then Claire's like, well, maybe I'll do it. And Jack's like, go for it, bro. I mean, she should. It was her idea. Yeah, she's a nice gal. She would have more. She obviously feels strongly about it. She would have more feeling behind it. It's something she cares about. So it's not something she's just going to half-ass it at it. You know, yeah. like, I mean, it still wasn't great, but yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, next we go to Boone, who's gathering firewood, when he notices the lady whose uh, necky tried to shove a pen through. I put so, pins is worried about Rose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whose name is Rose. She's played by L. Scott Caldwell. Uh, she's sitting down the beach away and just sitting there staring at the ocean. For some reason, What's he her, name? her real name? Yeah. L. Scott Caldwell. Cool name. I don't know what the L stands for, but yeah. Uh, for some reason, he thinks it's a good idea to tell Shannon about this. Which, I mean... Also mentioning yeah, yeah. that her husband was on the plane. Uh, she doesn't care. She's super bitch. Yeah, yeah exactly. She, she doesn't care. She doesn't care Boone about says, anybody. Oh, yeah. Boone says that someone should go Except check on her. the random guy who she thought she was mean to that she wanted to cry about because um, she wanted attention. Yeah, well... She she got it from Boone. Anyway, so uh, she tells him, uh, she's like, well, then go check on her already. And, and he says, or then then she said, you just can't help yourself, can you? And then Boone tells her, well, at least I don't have to, at least you don't have to worry about starving with me taking care of you. Which I had to replay a couple times because it didn't make sense from like her saying, you just can't help yourself, can you? And then him being like, well, you're not starving because of me. I mean, I guess it kind of does. But then I noticed like, after rewatching it, that the subtitles say something different than what she says. So he mentions that someone should check on her, and then the subtitles say, I nominate you since you're doing a great job taking care of me. Which makes his response yeah. to her make a little more sense. Which, it's just weird that they dubbed it, I don't know, with mm-hmm. a different line. Um, And that the subtitles didn't yeah, fix itself. Yeah, that's weird. I watched without subtitles, so... Uh, so anyway, he tells her that she doesn't have to worry about starving since he's taking care of her. And she's like, bitch, I won't starve. I'm pretty. And then she tell like, tells him that she's going to get some fish. Yeah. She'll flirt her way. Yeah. With the fish. Yeah. It's, it's called fishy flirting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so. That's a real thing. Okay. It is. It is. It is. What? Look it up, look it up, look it up. You look it up. No, I know it's a real on thing. I don't phone. need to look it up. On, on your phone. Fu- on your phone. I can't look I it up on my phone because I'm using it for Zoom. I know it's a real thing. No, I'd look it up on your phone. You're you're the one then. It's a cult thing. It's a I what? Know it's a thing. It's a what? It's a cult thing. Okay. Uh, fishy flirting. What is it? Can't you just. Oh, is is it something weird? Form of evangelic, evangelistic, evangelist, e- evangelical religious <laughs> prostitution what? practiced by female members of the cult Children of God, currently known as Family International. According to some sources, hundreds of thousands of women were fished before the practice. Was this where that term fishing comes from? Like yeah. fish go or 
what is it called? Something about fish fishing in catfish. Catfish? Yeah. No. Okay. No, I think that's different. It's fishy flirting. That's that's weird. It's weird how you know that. Well, she listens to a different oh, podcast yeah. about cults. But uh, so uh, she then uh, Shannon then heads over to Charlie, who's just harrowing it up, heroining it up. <laughs> it sounds like he's the the girl, <laughs> hero in the story. <laughs> uh, and asks him if she wants to go for, or if he wants to go for a walk. Which, like, I know we mentioned this the first time we watched this episode, but like her part. How- yeah, like how did she do such a good zigzag? Like that's two thousands part. That is hard under normal circumstances. Like with a mirror. Yeah, with a yeah. mirror and a comb and everything. That's you hard. Have, you have to have like one of those combs with the pick at like the yep. pick at the end. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. She's a pro. I'm try and see how long it'll take me. Do it. It'll be an experiment. You should record it too. Should I'm do gonna it and then crimp. Crimp my hair. I'd have to Girl flat Christina. iron my hair. Aguilera? Yeah. I look cool. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Charlie remembers. She asked him to go for a walk. Charlie remembers. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm thirsty as fuck. And so he tells her yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he tries to bring up his band, but Shannon cuts him off and is basically like, hey, go catch me some fish. <laughs> so, uh,. <laughs> Back on the beach, Boone goes up to Jack and asks him if he want if he'd go talk to the lady on the sitting on the beach, aka Rose. Jack's like, eh, I'm good. So Boone kind of guilt trips him by saying that he thought that Jack would like to do it since he was the one that saved her life. So, well, he seems uh, super annoyed that everyone looks to him as the problem solver. Yeah, yeah. Even was, though I'm like, you put yourself in that position. Well, I mean, someone's got to do shit, like I said. Yeah, but he literally put himself in that position. Because he started rescuing people in the first episode? Well, And bossing people around and barking orders, like... Which, like, I don't have any problem with him being a leader, but if you're gonna step up, you need to step up all the way. Yeah. Don't step up and then decide, like, hey, I actually don't want this responsibility. But then anytime somebody else tries to step up, you have an opinion. Is this what the movie Step Up is about? No. Yes. Step up, step up, come on! <laughs> they're just they're, them just yelling, "Step up!" at each other yeah. to to lead the dance the dance troupe or whatever. Just do it, be our leader. No, I feel like you're getting step up and stop the yard confused. I don't know. Anyway, I don't <laughs> care. So uh, okay, so apparently this works because the next thing you know, Jack pulled, puts a blanket over her shoulders before sitting down next to her. He reminds her that he was sitting next to her on the plane, and then te- like. And that, sorry, and then tells her that everyone is starting to worry about her. I just like he goes, "Remember me? I'm 23A who was sitting next to you. I don't know, maybe that or the guy that saved you and scared off pins. Like, you, it, there's more recent interactions that you've had since. Hey, I was the guy sitting next to you on the plane. I think you're just making a joke, lighten the lighten the mood because she seems sad." Okay, if you want to lighten mood, hey, the guy that was, like, French kissing you earlier before you started breathing again? I think he's trying to make a joke but not be creepy about it. Oh. <laughs> well. And she was unconscious when she was saving her, for the most part. Yeah? I don't know. Um, I, I get what you're saying, though. You're you're welcome for saving you and scaring pins away. <laughs> and calls them pins, and she's like, I don't get what that means. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you see, what he wanted to do is like she doesn't like Boone for the rest of the of the rest of the show because Hinges she's like up. fuck that guy. <laughs> All right, okay. So Sorry. he reminds her that he's sitting next to her on the plane, and I got a lot of coffee to try not to fall asleep. Right <laughs> and then tells her that everyone is starting to worry about her, and that it's fine if she wants to be alone as long as she takes care of herself. And then he offers her some water. But she is totally fucking rude during this interaction. She completely ignores him. Exactly. She ignores him, and, and he's like, well, and fine. I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like I would be like that if I really didn't want to interact with someone. Yeah. But, I mean. She so, just he, crashed, and her husband is possibly dead, so I just don't think she exactly. cares. But, but I have arguments to that, but that'll ruin the episode, so I'll wait. Continue. Okay, well, that kind of ruined the episode. But, no, it didn't. <laughs> uh, back in the jungle, Kate and Michael begin talking about Walt, but Locke shushes them when he hears some growling and rustling. He began silently silently motioning to them about which direction to go, like giving them like which signals. Which he should. Who? Locke. Yeah. But then Michael doesn't get the hint to stay quiet and is like, what the hell does that mean? This. <laughs> no. He says something like, stop yeah. giving me... He's baseball signals. He's just yeah, being a smart he's ass. he's just being a fucking asshole. Just... Well, he doesn't well, like him. So, the you guy know. is trying to put the moves on his kid. So... Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I might be an asshole, too. Uh, is Apparently, it was a bad time to be an asshole, because that startles the boar, and it charges at them. Which Lock... totally is his fault. Yeah. He deserved that. Yeah. Yes. He screwed it up. Uh, so Locke pulls Kate out of the way and the boar heads right for Michael's loud ass. Gores his leg a little bit before Which knocking I him down and running off. totally gave him flashbacks to Tibble. <laughs> Wait, was that John Linguizamo's character? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Look at how, yeah, it was. How proud of that joke you are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's like, she's like, tis a scratch, tis a scratch, as he's like, as <laughs> no, Kate, no, no, that's later. As Kate runs over no, 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 to him. No, no, that's okay, later. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, Kate runs over to Michael as Locke just lays there on the ground staring at his foot. We flash back again, but without the awesome moosh sound. So we flash back to Locke at work again, where he's playing like a risk type game, board game, uh, with the guy he was talking to on the phone earlier. The D-bag Randy walks up and asks asks Locke why the other guy is calling him Colonel because he looked at Locke's file in the human in human resources and there's no record of him ever being in the military. That's which, probably illegal. Uh, him looking up the file? Yeah, or at least frowned upon. <laughs> yeah, like, what a dick. Well, how, like, I, I already thought of, like, I already have something about him being a total dick, but, like, how, I just thought about it around, like, how much do you, how much of a dick do you have to be? You're like... Fuck this guy. I mean... I bet he's not in the military. Am I allowed to say he reminds me of? Because he, he kind of reminds me of a boss we used to have. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like exactly like that guy. What guy? Marcus. Oh, yeah. He, that guy's a dickbag, too. Like, for real. No, I don't care. Go ahead. I hope Marcus listens to this. You are a dickbag, Marcus. Uh, so, uh... Locke's like, hey, give me a fucking break, man. Like, we're just playing a game during lunch. And Randy decides he isn't dumbing a dick yet and asks Locke, what, what, he's like, what's a walk about? Uh, as he pulls out a magazine that he took off Locke's desk, Locke tells him that it's a spiritual journey, but like the not hippie definition of it is a journey on foot undertaken by it's an... It's like a pilgrimage. Well, it, sure. Yeah, so yeah, kind of. It's a like, 
uh, a journey on foot undertaken by an Australian Aboriginal in order to live in the traditional manner for a walking tour. So uh, Locke tells the dickhead that he has vacation time and already made a reservation for it. And the guy that Locke was playing the game with asks if he's told Helen about it yet. Randy thinks this is hilarious and he's like, you have a woman? And right here was where I was actually wondering if, like, are there actually people like this that are, like, that much of a dick? Mm-hmm. To where they... I just named one. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sure, uh, like I wrote down, I'm sure I used to work with a few, but just no in- instances, instances were popping on my head. And then I started to wonder, I'm like, huh, I wonder if I can't think of any of these instances because I'm the dickhead, you know? <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't think I am because I, I I'm nosy for sure, and I might have no, given. But I don't think you would ever like exactly like I might have given a lot of crap for having a girlfriend, but I, I want like you give people crap, but you wouldn't go like out of your way to seek reasons to like make no. fun of them well, unless they, I, unless they gave you reason unless they gave you reason yeah yeah if I didn't like them which yeah. maybe 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 Locke did something to Randy where it doesn't now I'm starting to side with Randy how bad is that maybe Locke did something to Randy where he just doesn't <laughs> like him I mean Randy I mean Locke is weird and creepy so well maybe Randy was trying to bang one of the underage girls that work there you know like good old Marcus. I can't remember his last name, or I'd say that too, because fuck that guy. But uh, <laughs> maybe he was trying to bang one of the underage girls, and you know, lock ratted him out. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so I was thinking, like, yeah, I'm kind of like that nosy, and I wanted to give him lock crap for having a girlfriend, but I want people to like me so much that I would have done it in like in a joking manner. And I'm not enough of a dick that I would have said anything about a walkabout. At least until Locke left the room, then I would have been like, you fucking check this guy out. Fucking walk about. Come on. Uh, I have respect that way, you know? <laughs> anyway, uh, so Randy continues being a dick. Locke tells him he's not. Uh, he tells Locke that he's not a hunter and tells him that he can't do any of the walkabout stuff. So Locke tells him about Norman Croucher, W amputee that climbed Everest because it was his destiny. And Randy's like, Check out this old motherfucker here talking about destiny. Shit. Begins walk or uh, begins to walk away as Locke tells him he's like, Don't tell me what I can't do. He's He's weird. He's just weird. Locke? Yes. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent pro Locke in this episode. <laughs> like this episode Well, this episode makes him look really pathetic too. No, it does not okay. it, it makes him look pathetic in his anyway, we'll talk about that later. But No, okay. I like Oh, wait. Okay, so we go, which was, I was like, yeah, got the noise. The, <laughs> I the, missed that one. I wrote the other ones down. Uh, but we go back to the island as Kate tells Locke that Michael's hurt. She asks if he's... He's, he's getting tibolted. Yeah, he got, he, got, he, got, he got tibolted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stupid. Uh, so she asks, asks if, he, if Locke's okay and he doesn't respond. And then Locke looks at his foot again before saying, I'm fine, Helen. Just got the wind knocked out of me. And Kate's like, oh, what? You called me Helen. And Locke's like, okay, which way did the boar go? (laughs) So uh, Kate tells him Michael's hurt and they have to go back to camp. And Locke's like, okay, which way did the boar go? Uh, Basically even more motivated. Damn, what a rush. I'm I'm gung-ho in now. So Kate's like, wait, what? And tells her... And Locke tells he's like, I'm fine. And, I, you know, I'm fine. I can take care of this. And Kate's like, you can't. And Locke responds with his catchphrase, don't tell me what I can't do. I don't know why I made him Southern. But <laughs> but uh, anyway, back at the beach, 
Charlie and Hurley are unsuccessfully trying to catch a fish with the homemade spe- uh, spe- spear. Oh, Which is totally spear. what they should have been using for the boars the whole time. I feel like those are harder to throw, especially if you don't want to I'm throw I'm not saying them. throw. Well, those boars are big as yeah. fuck. Yeah, you but you're... What? Okay, you're using, you're using a hand knife. So you have to get up close and personal well, to the Well, that's why board. you had a plan. They were going to flank it. Okay. So it's not going to thrash around and, like, get well, you Well, not after anything. you slit its throat. I'm just saying, if you have a stick with a sharp knife on the end of it and you jab it at it instead... It. It's, it's not a bad idea. I agree. Uh, better idea. Bad idea. <laughs> Sorry. Idea. I think we need to get, like, a... A hunter's professional opinion. Like next week, we have a special guest expert. <laughs> yeah, the next time there's a, a hunting episode, which I think there's at least a couple more. Who are you gonna find? I don't know. I know some hunters. Let's move on. Okay, so back on the beach, Charlie. They're trying to uns- unse- unsuccessfully fish. Uh, Charlie tells him, "Thank you for helping." And Hurley says, "Hey, man, it's better than gathering firewood for all those dead people." Basically. He, he then gets all fu- frustrated and lets Charlie try to catch one who sucks just as badly as Hurley does at trying to spear the fish. But uh, back near the fuselage, Claire is going through books and stuff while Saeed sits nearby kind of tinkering with some wires. Claire tells him he found a letter with his name on it and hands it to him. Uh, he says he thought he lost it. Thank you. And then opens it and pulls out a letter and a picture of some lady. Which this is the first time I noticed his ugly ass fingernails because he's sitting this there. This was the first time. Stroking I didn't. Her I didn't notice this time. On the picture, and you see his thumbnail, and you're just like, Ugh. He's, he's gonna scratch they that. Have not been on the island that long for him to not have a fingernail cutter. He's like, he's just, he's gonna scratch the hell out of that picture with that nail. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So, meanwhile, Jack is still sitting quietly next to Rose, who finally speaks by telling him that her husband's fingers. Her husband's finger swelled whenever they fly, so she keeps her ring on, like his ring on her necklace. Thoughts? You have something? I was just laughing. Oh, well, by, by my stopping point? No, anyway, I was just what? thinking, like, bet his fingernails are nice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I forgot they were still on the beach talking. <laughs> yeah, he's been there forever. Yeah. For five minutes, this is just taking forever for me to go through it. But uh, anyway, so then Jack tell or she tells jack that he doesn't have to keep his promise he made to her on the plane to keep her company until her husband is done taking a crap you know so jack tells her he's like oh you're probably suffering from ptsd and rose says thanks i guess that's why you became a doctor because you know all this stuff and jack's like oh it was well it was the family business so back in the jungle walks 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 walking along as he starts to have a flashback and we get a whoosh yeah. I missed that one too. Uh, or he didn't, and I just wrote it down. I don't know. But uh, he's sitting in bed talking on the phone to Helen and talking about how great it was telling Randy off, which made me glad that I'm not that much of a pushover where I think someone like that is, te- like, I think something like that was telling someone off because that definitely wasn't telling someone off what he was doing. Yeah, no. No. Like, the dude was ripping on Locke the whole time, and Locke was just like, yeah, well, you know, that's just your opinion. Like, and then Locke's like later, he's like, yeah, I told him off. Yeah. But He's a yeah. sad, sad old man. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he goes on to tell her that it was, he's like, it was life changing. And now he feels, he's like, I can, I feel free enough to do anything I've always want or everything I've always wanted. Which he was already planning. True. But he's a little more confident about it now, it sounds like. 
so uh, she's like, oh, she says she's happy for him. And he's like, yo, girl, the only thing I want to hunt in Australia more than that boar is that booty. And he invites her to come along. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> what happened. More or less. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, this, this whole rest of this conversation is like. Awkward. Girl. Yeah. Uh, so he gets all. Uh, sorry. So she's like. Eh. You're cool and all, but like I've told you for the last eight months, I'm not allowed to meet customers. He gets all offended by that. He's such a weirdo. Being all like, customer? Is that all I am? I'm a customer? Which is like, damn, man, act like you've been there before with the phone sex operator. Jeez. He fell in love with the phone sex operator. Like well, people fall in love with like strippers and whatnot, so I mean. The, the, that's not the saddest part. The saddest part's the next line. So she, So she's like, dude, see a therapist or something. And he's like, I have one, but she doesn't understand me like you do, basically. And that's the sad line. Like, your therapist isn't working. Yeah. <laughs> you need better therapy. Oh, uh, so, Jesus Christ. So, right here is... Uh, How when, do you even go about telling the therapist, hey, for the last eight months, I've had a phone sex worker I'm, girlfriend. I'm curious. One-sided, one-sided relationship. He doesn't think it's one-sided, though. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't think it's one-sided. But he has had. Well, I'm curious if he's actually, like, considers that his girlfriend. It, obviously, he does. Yeah, then he probably he's wouldn't. a ticket. Why do you think he was so offended? He was like, customer, customer, you think that's yeah. what our relationship has been for the last eight yeah. months? Then he wouldn't tell his therapist about it. Or he wouldn't. He just wouldn't mention He'd leave out the phone sex part. My girlfriend doesn't understand me. You have a whole other conversation to start having I wonder, with your therapist. Your I, therapist is like... I mean, well, no, I feel like he, he's already talking to his therapist about her. He's just referring to her, her as his girlfriend. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Now he's got eight months worth of breakup that he's got to talk about with his therapist. Yeah, but the therapist can't give accurate advice if she really thinks it's a girlfriend and not a one-sided a relationship with operator. a phone sex operator it might it might not be a phone sex operator maybe it's just like one of those numbers you call when you're low okay it's a phone sex operator she charges them <laughs> not uh i only mention that because like right after she's right after that she's like all right dude like she's basically like i'm done with this fucking dude and then tells them like look i'm gonna have to charge you another 90 dollars if we keep talking <laughs> which i i I'm too nice of a person. I feel like I would technically feel bad, like, doing that. Yeah, but when the guy's being that pushy... When when you've been talking for this guy for eight months, and he obviously doesn't talk the way the normal customers talk, and he obviously talks to you like he thinks you're friends... He obviously thinks they're more than friends. He was just asking to get all up on that booty, remember? No. He asked if she would go with him. He didn't say, hey, let me have some booty. Yeah, because if he said that, she would talk it out and be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do with my booty. But he's asking her to go with him. Maybe that was his way of being like, oh, this is ever going to get that part of the conversation started. And he's like, okay, this will lead into the phone sex part. How did you think that trip was going to go with somebody that you've never met in person before? Well, if you thought it was start with be coffee, like a- man. Start with coffee. That was your first problem. <laughs> coffee. Hey, bitch. Do you want to go for some coffee? That's how. He, okay. That's how he's gonna talk. Now to us. I'll slip a ticket across the table to you if the coffee goes okay. 
maybe he thought he was on a sugar daddy hotline. And he was going to provide for this lady and be her sugar daddy. Well, he should have provided her with some coffee first. (laughs) Jesus. I don't think that's how sugar daddies work. Maybe. Okay. But if I have a sugar daddy, I want more than coffee. Well, that's how. That's the way he it starts. He was offering apparently. more than coffee. He was offering her a full expense paid trip to Australia. I know. I wonder if he bought her the t- just the ticket, and then he's like, "Okay, well," and then she's like, "Okay, cool, I'll go." And then he's like, "Okay, well, you also have to pay seven hundred dollars for this walkabout too." <laughs> <laughs> that's not how a sugar daddy works. I know, but okay. So anyway, so although I think you have to put out for sugar daddies, I'm pretty sure you do. Have and to not put all out of them. I. How do you know? <laughs> Okay. Okay, I'm gonna move on because I don't want to hear about that. Uh, so she she's like, it's ninety dollars if we keep talking, and he's like, well, money's not the issue here. And she's like, whatever, man, I'm out of here. And she just hangs up on him. So he gets all mad, slams the phone down. Uh, God, don't you miss slamming the phone? Yes, that that is nice. You can't really do it now unless you break your phone, which makes me glad I'm not rich because I just start throwing my phone. I did that once when I was. Got in a, I think it was a fight with my dad, and I was I was drunk at a movie theater, and I just threw my phone at at the wall, and it broke everywhere. But I was like, that felt nice. <laughs> Sometimes that does feel nice. I it, agree. it felt really nice. I would have. I don't remember what we were arguing about. I would have been. Well, you were at a movie theater. I'm guessing you were drunk. That's what I. Yeah, that's what she said. I was drunk. You didn't say that. Oh yeah, I was definitely. I was definitely drunk because that, that was when I was in movie theaters and and it was just like ah, and then I threw the phone and it broke and it was cool was it too. A flip phone? It felt so cool. Too bad someone wasn't recording that. And I would actually, I'm glad someone didn't record was that. Was it a flip phone? No, it was a prepaid phone. I think though, so that's why it wasn't a huge deal. Was it a Nokia? I don't remember. Possibly hard as rock. No, because it wouldn't have broke then. No, it was probably like an LG or something. <laughs> probably. But anyway, so. uh he hangs up. We go back to the island. Kate is helping Michael back to the camp when she stops to climb up a tree and attach the antenna that Saeed gave her. Uh, she goes back. She gets to the top of the tree, and just as she takes it out of her backpack, she hears something crashing and roaring around, the, roar, blah, roaring around in the jungle. She drops the antenna to the ground as she watches the tree, the tree crashing around as that monster thing Alien moves through the jungle. Water fingers. What? Alien robots. Alien robots, yes. I, Crashing okay, through the jungle. I'm stupid. I initially thought the boar started with her. I thought I thought it was well, the that's, boar. Well, that's what it was. It took me a couple scenes to realize it wasn't the boar. Wait, did you realize it when the trees were moving around all crazy? No. Oh, okay. I totally thought she saw the boar. Okay, I totally thought she saw the boar and she thought she saw the monster. And Locke thought he saw a boar and he saw him. Wow. <laughs> totally thought yeah and you watch this sober too yep and i didn't figure it out until this last time you watched it i didn't figure it out until right she now gets back to say yeah right now <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> oh when she's okay okay yeah, yeah, yeah. okay let's not let's not get ahead so okay so she she sees something crashing to the jungle and in the direction that Locke was headed i literally like uh, you can read my notes you're like the- what does it say boar startles kate butterfingers <laughs> Uh, thinks it's the monster. Uh, Loxy's monster instead. <laughs> yeah, you. Okay. Anyway, so uh, in another part of the jungle, Lock begins chasing one of her, one of the boars into some bushes, but stops all of a sudden when there's a loud thud and a bunch of squeals as the monster thrashes around in the bushes. She didn't get that. That what the monster got the boar? Didn't get that. Well, I know. just figured that out right now when you said. It. <laughs> 
Okay, so <laughs> the third time I've seen this episode, and I just got that right now. So we're taken to the monster's point of view as it emerges from the bushes. Right. Well, so what did you think was coming out of the bushes then towards Locke? No, I got that that was the okay. monster. Okay. I didn't get the monster got the boar. So wait, wait, wait. The monster got the boar. Yeah. So then. It's they, there was a few like for later. There's a few different boars. Correct. Is that what you're gonna ask? No. Okay. Is it something that's gonna spoil something? Yep. So okay. I'll wait. Okay. Uh, so we're taking the monster's point of view as it emerges from the bushes right in front of Locke, and it begins to roar as he looks like he starts peeing himself, basically. Like the look on his face, just kind of like, oh shit. Okay, I forgot after this episode originally that he knows what the thing looks like. Yeah, he saw mm-hmm. it. I, I, yeah. When I saw it, I was like, wait, he knows what it looks like. And he hasn't said anything yet? No, he, I think he thinks that it makes him special. Because, anyway, He's but, weird. uh. I mean, technically, Because it it, well, no one else has seen it, yeah. But, okay, no, so. Anyone else that has seen it. Has died. Has died. Yeah. Correct. So, back on the beach, Sawyer gives Claire some wallets he looted. <laughs> and, uh, Sun shows Walt her homemade plant toothpaste stuff. It's, it's. Okay, aloe. I don't pronounce. Okay, aloe. aloe. I say aloe. 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 It's aloe. You can use that for anything. It's not just toothpaste. Okay. Use I... it for sunburn. You can use it for toothpaste, I guess. I'd use it apparently. for sunburn. You're on a beach. Yeah, well, that's what she's using it for too. Which, apparently. which nobody is sunburned, and this is day like five or six. Oh yeah, we should have some chapped lips, some red faces. Well, um, they still have water. Wouldn't wouldn't that wouldn't that help with the lips? You don't have, have enough water for that. You're living on the beach with minimal shade. Nobody's going into the jungle because f that they're gonna get eaten by a monster. True, mm-hmm. alien robot. Mm-hmm. There's beach light reflects from everywhere. Yeah, major sunburn. Everybody yeah. should have one. So uh, she's toothpaste or aloe varying up her her, uh, teeth as Michael emerges from the uh, bushes with Kate. She hands Michael off to Hurley and Walt asks what happened to Mr. Locke. Boone walks over to Shannon, tells her that the the bald guy never came back as Charlie walks up and shows Shannon the fish that he managed to catch. Yes? You missed the part where Walt asks him, does it hurt? Oh, yeah. And yeah, I he was, was like, way super excited about his dad getting hurt. Yeah, he was like, oh, my dad's a badass. And then he's yeah. like, oh, does it hurt? No shit, kid. Like, What did he, he can, say? He can, no, it, it's fine. See, that's why he's um, a badass. He can barely walk. Of course it hurts. You can't tell the kid that, oh, my God, I think I'm going to die. That's when, that's when he should have been like, tis a scratch. <laughs> That's when he. Oh, sorry. You were waiting for me to mention that, weren't you? You missed her part so she couldn't mention her line. (laughs) I didn't even mention it. Sorry. Don't mess up her jokes. (laughs) You're screwing with my routine. Okay, so uh, Boom walks over to Shannon and tells her that the bald guy never came back. As Charlie walks up and shows Shannon that the fish he managed, or he shows the the fish that he shows her the fish he managed to catch. Boone and Shannon start arguing about the fact that she used Charlie to get fish and begin to walk away as Charlie just stands there probably thinking he should have just told Shannon no and done a bunch of heroin. Which... I felt really bad for him. Yeah. Also, that fish didn't really even look like it was possibly an edible fish. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I don't know a lot about 
which fish are edible and which ones aren't. But I mean, I like how she was proud of herself for catching a fish, which she did shit. She just said she'd get a fish. So, I mean, that's why yeah. she was proud of herself. I would really like to see her actually gut and cook that fish. She doesn't have to. She's going to do that. Charlie will somebody else Exactly. She's got to smile at someone. She ain't going to yeah. get Charlie to do it anymore. She might. Yeah, he will. Flirt with them a little okay. more. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Remember, thirsty as fuck. Uh-huh. Uh, so once again, we go back to Jack and Rose with uh, him asking her to join him at sunset when they burn the bodies, which kind of sounds like a scene from Titanic if it was a scary movie, you know? The Jack and Rose thing. I don't know. I thought that's funny. Wow. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Shut up. That was funny. I'm mad it didn't. <laughs> I'm mad it didn't make that correlation. <laughs> uh, so he tells her they're going to have a, a memorial service, and she says she'd like to be there. And te- he tells her that maybe she can say something nice about her husband. She's like, bitch, my husband's not dead. The fuck are you acting so sad for then? Yeah. Oh, because she misses him. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. Anyway, Jack, Jack tells her that everyone that was in the tail section of the plane's gone. And she's like, well, they're probably thinking the same thing about us. Okay. As she walks away, Jack sees a guy in a suit a couple hundred yards away, just kind of standing there staring at him. Government agent for the government experiments on the alien robots. <laughs> so he looks over at Rose as she calls to him. And when he looks back, the men in the suit's gone. Uh, somewhere else on the beach. Kate walks up to Saeed and hands him the broken antenna as she tells him sorry for breaking it. He throws it down in frustration and she's like, hey man, we can try again and maybe we won't fuck it up next time. Or maybe don't give it to her. Which, yeah, I, I remember when I was watching that, I was like, she got out of that without getting any shit for it. I don't know. It was just like, ugh, you fucked up and you're like, don't worry, it's okay. It's okay. It's like... I feel like Saeed... I- like Saeed. I feel like he's one of the most level-headed. He's nice, an all-around nice guy. So I feel like he would be kind of like, yeah. I'm pissed, but yeah, okay. Try again. Some things we can't, you know, there's some things out of our control. Yeah, I guess. So uh, <laughs> Jack, Jack walks up as uh, Saeed's walking away and Kate tells him that the monster thing probably killed Locke. Which is when Erica figured out that it was the monster that was that was attacking him <laughs> and not the boar, apparently. That's exactly what I He's like, wait, what? <laughs> so then uh, she asks what everyone's doing. Jack tells him that they're about to start the memorial service. He freaks out over her cheek. Not once does she say, oh, hey, yeah. my cheek is good. It's a scratch. Go check out Mercutio. He's got a leg wound. I would have been, first of all, I would have been like, Get your dirty hands off of my face. His hands were <laughs> filthy. Filthy. And yeah, he needs to go help Michael. But like, you carried him in. Why wouldn't you be like, hey, my face is fine, but you should go definitely check on Mercutio. Wait, was it her Was it her blood or was it his blood? It was her, it, right? It was she her. was cut. She got, when she, she got scratched. Oh, yeah. okay. She fell. Um, okay, so Kate starts to say something, but he runs off towards some bushes after he sees the guy in the suit again. They both run, run over to the bushed area uh, that the suit man walked into. Suits and sneakers. Here's some rustling. Yeah, well, in sneakers. Good catch. Good shoes. Uh, beach walking. And here's some rustling, and then out walks Bloody Lock. And, and I don't, I don't mean to say that like in an English slang way, like out walks Bloody Lock. I mean, like he was actually covered in blood. Wow. 
he's but, uh, crazy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and he has a dead boar as well. Which I just realized right now when you said the boar got eaten by the monster. Yeah. Did he actually kill that boar? Oh, that's that's true. Or did he, he just, just be take like, the one I that killed the, this boar? They take the one that the monster killed? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's a good point. He steered the monster down and the monster's like, here you go. Have a boy. Or the monster just like, yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, don't be, it's cool. I, hey, I got hey something man, for you. Everybody's scared of me, but we should be friends. Here's a boar. Block is in on it with the alien robots. Yep, alien robots. I now, I never even thought about that before, but now he's with the bad guys. Just figured that out earlier that, when I was like, that oh. was, that was a, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that, that he now didn't Now I super don't trust Locke. Uh, so, uh, where we go? Okay, so we cut to the nighttime uh, during the memorial service, and Claire is reading stuff off about some of the dead people who don't matter enough for me to mention. Charlie has the right idea and decides to do a little bit of drugs before heading to the service. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jack skips That's it all together. <laughs> Jack skips it all together and uh, is pulling a rose by just sitting on the beach and staring at the ocean. And at first, I was like, "Are they going to think that he's actually pulling roses?" If I say that, pulling a rose, but you got it right. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen any roses on the island yet. Okay, cool. So, Michael tells uh, Locke, nice job. Oh, just pulling a rose out of the ground, you know. Anyway, so Michael tells Locke, nice job for killing... Bushes. Michael tells Locke... Michael tells Locke, nice job for killing the boar and asks if he saw the monster. I said, don't trust him. He fell in love with the phone set. <laughs> <laughs> Locke tells him no because he's a liar. And we get a... So, if you really think about it, and I, I, don't, I don't trust Locke, but okay. most of them are liars. They're not telling people about the message. They're not telling people about what they heard from the pilot. Locke is True. a liar, but everybody True. else is lying to him, too. I'd be the worst at this. I'd have, I'd have to be a secondary, tertiary character because, man, I I talk just to like fill silence. It's awkward for me. I have to talk. I'd be the worst. I'd just be sitting there on the beach, and somebody I don't know is like just sitting there next to me. I'd be like, "So, did you hear what that French lady said on the on the transceiver? <laughs> Spilling all the secrets. Did you hear, did you hear about that? So." Okay, so we flashback, uh, do a lock, another lock flashback to Australia. Um, flashback to him in Australia, talking to the guy who runs the walkabout. He's supposed to go on as people load onto the bus outside. The guy tells Locke that the walkabout is a lot of hard work, and Locke is like, dude, you don't know me. I know what's involved, and also I'm smarter than you, and you know what? I demand a seat on that damn bus. The walkabout guy tells Locke that he misrepresented himself and that he neglected to tell them about his condition. Which... He does not offer to give a refund. I, I noticed that, but I didn't notice that until I rewatched it a couple of times. No, but... I noticed immediately. That's so, the worst business practice ever. So Locke is like, Locke is like, I've lived with it for four years and it's not an issue. And the guy's like, well, it is for our insurance company and tells him, he's like, I can't keep the bus waiting any, any longer because it isn't fair to the other people. And Locke's like, don't tell me about fair. And he gets all pissed and the lockabout guy or the lockabout. <laughs> That's what the episode should have been called. Lockabout. Lockabout. Yeah, so the walkabout guy tells him that they'll pay for his plane ticket ride back to Sydney, and that's it. He hasn't mentioned the... They, yes, which they, is when I noticed it. totally 
Pay for way more than that. Well, I only noticed it because I was like, they told him that they'd refund him, but they didn't tell him that. So maybe he's just pissed off about not getting a refund. But anyway, so Locke begs him, pretty pretty much begs him to put him on the bus and tells the walkabout guy that he's been preparing them for this for years and he can do it. The walkabout guy tells him, no, you can't, and then starts walking away. And we see that Locke is in a wheelchair as he yells out, this is my destiny. Don't tell me what I can't do. And then it cuts to the plane crash. He yells that at least. Yeah, he keeps he times. keeps repeating while he's yelling like, "Don't tell that me what I can't so do. Don't him. tell me what I can't do." Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, and it cuts to the plane crash where he can. It shows that he can move his toes, or it cuts back to the plane crash where the episode started. It shows that he can move his toes. Uh, slowly begins to stand up for the first time in in four years. Gives a slight smile before Jack yells for his help lifting something. Uh, this is literally all the emotions for me within this, what, 10 seconds? It's it's a good ending. And but, I'm just like, oh, a miracle did happen. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. You did, you, did, you did call it. But I just knew it. I knew he had been paralyzed or something and then was suddenly able to walk. But uh, so we go back to present day on the island where the fuselage is on fire. Locke notices a wheelchair sitting next to the burning fuselage and begins to smile as it begins to burn uh like the wheelchair begins like to burn i think the because they need that wheelchair they've been using it this whole time That's it's true. like a wheelbarrow and everything else and then and then we get a um so anyway before we before we talk about any like thing i, I wanted to do the the rest the little rest of the trivia real fast before we actually get into the the episode stuff if that's okay yeah Okay, so uh first off abc announced that the show had been picked up for the full season after this episode aired and I forgot to mention before, but Terry O'Quinn, who plays Locke, was the only person who didn't have to audition for a main character part. The episode's original title, which I thought was kind of funny, and I had to read a couple times because I didn't get it at first, was Lord of the Files, ah. which is a play on Lord of the Flies. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to Wikipedia, quote, while Locke's paralysis and subsequent cure have become a central element of the show... They were introduced relatively late in production, as late as the second episode when Walt, uh, when Locke tells Walt, "I have a secret," which I think I mentioned this before to you guys. The writers didn't know what the secret was, so they figured it out. Um, I what I was reading it said that they, uh, like the head writer Damon Lindelof, introduced it in for this episode. Huh. So they didn't know what it was till they saw the script for this episode. Uh, in in the flashbacks of him talking to Helen. Locke, while he's sitting in bed, Locke has an electromedical nerve stimulation machine right. by his bed. My dad, my dad I thought it was really? some kind of like CB radio or something because he is weird. I totally didn't notice it until this episode and I was like, here, my dad has that. Well, so it's a machine used for stimulating motor nerves for the purpose of provi- providing muscle reeducation. Yeah. So if yeah. you knew what it was, you're like, why the fuck does he have that? I, I, like, I never noticed it before till this episode, and I realized, oh, that's that's what my dad has. And I forgot to mention in the last episode, what it actually works for this episode, too, because it actually happened. But I guess initially, uh, Kate was supposed to emerge as a leader after Jack died, which I mentioned that part. Oh, uh-huh. But instead of being a fugitive, they were going to have her husband go to the bathroom shortly after the plane split in midair. And then she remained adamant on the... Uh, while they were on the island that he was still alive. So they huh. basically, once they switched stuff around, they basically made like Rose. the Rose character. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all I have for the, the extra trivia stuff. But yeah. Any any thoughts on the, the episode? I 
don't remember thinking this the first time, but I want to know why he's paralyzed now. He's only been okay. paralyzed for four years. So what okay. happened? Did you notice that the first time, the four years thing? I... That's the first time I noticed I'm it. sure I... I remember him saying that, but I don't think I really thought maybe just because I didn't really like him. Yeah. Like, I don't care why you're paralyzed, but now I kind of want to know. Uh, anything? Any extra thoughts? Uh, okay, well, I have plenty of thoughts. So. Oh, okay, and the guy in the off, suit. The guy in the suit? Oh, oh, another little trivia thing, which is kind of going ahead, getting ahead of ourselves, but you know who the guy in the suit is, obviously, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so that's not the same actor that plays his dad later. It's that's not? no, it's it's a different actor that just kind of ends up look like they ca- they didn't cast the actual role until next like they finished this episode. It looks like it. Yeah, but you don't actually like I didn't I didn't realize you that don't really get... it just you, you yeah. they're they're far enough away where you can't tell. Yeah, he looks like it. Yeah, so uh, I never would have guessed that. Uh, so first off, the ending for that is just great. It kind of gets me every time, but and uh, which I think is kind of like how the music kind of builds up as they do the like slow reveal of what's going on, and then it kind of hits like a I think it's a crescendo as they get to like the crash part, right? And um, that's what that's just what got me and was like the music, it's that music, that music gets you. <laughs> it did. It does. Um, which I think would help for Vanessa if she actually liked the character. <laughs> Vanessa's yeah. really harsh on characters. And, and I'm not really that... Forgiving on characters. Forgiving or emotional. I'm kind of dead inside. So... Okay. Like, <laughs> I kept trying to make a case for characters that are obviously done terrible things in Vampire Diaries. And she's like, fuck that character. Oh, yeah. I hate <laughs> that character. Like, no. Until you got to that part and you exactly. finally agreed when he, with when me. He redeemed himself. Yes. Okay. But yeah. it took her a while. It took her a while. Well, you got you got to watch those are watching the show. Like she's watching it, it slower a, than you though. It takes a lot for somebody to redeem themselves. I just for me. I just feel like it takes a lot for you not to be a redeemable person to me. Oh. I yeah. forgive really easily. I give multiple chances really easily. And I think, I think, I think I always root for the underdog, too, is the problem. I think everybody does. I root for the underdog. But if you're a bad person, you're just a bad person. I think I do it to almost a fault. Yeah, I, I also think it helps that we've seen the whole show, too. So. <laughs> yeah. so I can definitely see why this episode is considered one of the best of the series, which it is. It's considered one of the better episodes, like one of the best episodes of the series. And it's definitely one of my favorites. It's definitely one of my favorites. Um, I'd say top ten. Definitely favorite today. Yes, for yes, sure. For sure. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, and I can usually tell. I usually tell anybody that starts watching the show to give it till at least this episode before stopping, just because this one you can like is enough to grab your attention to where you're like, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah, like because it, it introduces a whole new element to the show, right? Uh, and it sort of has its own little story story arc with him, like as yeah. far as like how he kind of seems kind of pathetic beforehand, but then he. He kind of, you know, finds, finds, comes into his own, I guess. Which yeah, is the, becomes a total badass. But uh, it kind of, it reminds me of I why he's my favorite character for the show. And I think possibly one of the better characters of the whole show. Yeah. But, you know, we're only, we're only, 
We're only through. I I know that's getting ahead of getting ahead of stuff, but I mean, look at our options we have here. We have Crybaby Kate. We have Charlie the druggie. Yeah, I'm getting way ahead of myself. (laughs) You're getting way ahead of yourself, but I would agree. Yes, wholeheartedly. But uh, and I think what like part of what makes this episode way better than the last one is that it actually contains new information about a character. Like, introduces, like, some questions and... As a person that had never seen the show before and was just catching commercial snippets... Yeah. Always thought that he was the villain in the show. I feel like they played him up as the villain per the trailers. They, I, I think like they, I specifically I, remember a trailer. I know what episode it's from. You know what I? You know I what? Think she's seen the episode already. Not a hundred percent positive how far we got, but I don't want to spoil it for anyone else. You know, you know what I'm gonna before. start finding? I'm gonna start finding the the uh, the next time on Lost. And if you don't go, if you don't go more than one episode ahead, I can we'll we'll see it and see what they're what they're doing with it. Because that now that made me curious, like how they. I would love for you to try huh. to find the original trailers. That's what I'm talking about. The, no, like not like, the previously on, like no, the, the, the actual... next, the next, the next time on, next time on Lost, oh, where yeah, they're like yeah. showing what's going to happen, like what might happen on the next episode. You know, like at the end of the episode where they go next time on, yeah. Oh, you didn't? Wait, did they have those? They did have those for every episode. So, uh, I'll, I'm sure I can find them somewhere. I'll try I mean, to find they those. Have those on Netflix, but uh, yeah. So it's it's nice because the like over overall thing for these. For these two episodes, the the last one and this one kind of seems like a not a rebranding, kind of like a re like a rebirth sort of thing. Like they were one person before, but now that they got to this island, they're they can be someone else. Yeah, Kate. Yeah, um, Kate's somebody else. She's not a what, criminal. Yeah, that's kind of what Jack told Kate. In yeah, her exactly. Episode. But it, it it like flows into this episode too. Right. Yeah. The only thing about this episode is like basically the old you died. Yeah, exactly. But the the There's difference between this episode is actually does something that has an impact with it. Like for it, like like I said, both of them would drive the idea home, but the previous episode kind of introduced it, but this one just does it better. Yeah. Well, especially because he went from being not able to walk to... Yeah, yeah. So it introduces like more mysteries for... Or a mystery. Which, I mean, you could argue that like a plane crash hit some sort of nerve or whatever nerve damage was going on. I mean, I think you could until you realize that there's something like a big ass alien robot in the jungle and you're like, oh, yeah. something's not right about this island. <laughs> something is <laughs> so, not right about or a this polar island. Bear. I'm just saying, I think initially you could make a medical yeah. reasoning uh, yeah, maybe. behind why all of a sudden he can walk. Yeah. Until all, the, until all the weird stuff starts happening. I would like to get Jack's professional opinion on why he can suddenly walk. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. I just so medical. I think you could basically give reasoning that whatever trauma he sustained during the plane crash somehow yeah ele- ele- elevated whatever <laughs> el- alleviated. Is that what I want to say? Uh, alleviated. Sure. I think that's better than elevated. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm closer. I'm closer. You are closer. <laughs> closer. Alleviated. Alleviated. It sounded better in my head. 
Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. Some yeah, sort of it, pressure, or like whatever, to where if someone's being... trying to make up a like give a reason for why I can walk again, like yeah. a medical professional, yeah. they could use like the plane crash. So yeah, it it I knocked mean, it knocked Jack something back into place. Like a whatever diagnosis behind it because he hasn't seen any of his scans. He hasn't. Plus, seen... he doesn't know that he didn't used to walk. So he, yeah. he doesn't know about any medical history. <laughs> wow. Okay, so that uh, was bad. Okay, so. uh I thought of a new game that we could possibly do. Okay. It's not really a game. It's just a thing we could possibly do where we could, as we, as we watch them, we could uh, rank the episode, like put the episodes in a rank. So we have a, a one through whatever I think. it Okay. So it ends up being placing the episodes where they belong in a rank as we finish them. But then I keep finding different numbers of episodes, like the amount of episodes and originally, I thought it was 117, but then I counted them today based on the ones listed on IMDb, and it came up with 118. But then Wikipedia lists them as 121, lists, says 121, which I have no idea where they got that number, because uh, that's an extra, what, three, four episodes, three episodes, which, but anyway, uh, then another site says 113, but I think that was because they combined all the different, like, part one, part two. Uh-huh. So... Well, then I think would you, they're just going to have to go onto Lost and count them all. <laughs> well, I, I did that. Or onto Hulu <laughs> and count them all. Well, I'm, I've been writing oh, Well, I could do that too, but We're like... We're on episode four. Okay, so are the parts are the parts separate? their own separate episode? Or or is like... Like the ones that have two parts, are they own separate episodes? Or is it I just one big episode? I think they should be their episode? own would, separate episode. I would say they're a separate okay. episode. Okay, so then there's one... 118 if for sure possible. I need to find out what those extra three are, the 121, but okay. I've been tearing mine out and putting them together so I could physically move them well, around in the pecking order. Okay, so I'll find out I'll find out what those are, but I would say this is number one to date. Well like last I, week I, I, was number I think, four. I think we have to I think I think we should at least like, try to agree on it. <laughs> like Okay, well if, well, if she's like, if she's oh, like oh. if she's if if she's like out of one through four. One. So okay, let's start with let's start with four. Let's go to four the, was last week. Wait, wait, hold on. Yeah. Kate episode number four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so four would have been uh Kate. what was it called? Tabula Rasa. Rasa. And then you have three and two and then one. Which I would say Part one is number three because you get part one. I would I would have said part two. I think part two because part one has like introduces everything. It has that yeah. crash scene which is insane. Yeah, uh, but part two has the introduction. Like everything happens at the end. Like French lady, we're not alone. Like, it like what more is stuff. going on? Like it just makes you start thinking. Like what is going on with this? This is not just a regular plane crash. What is going on? Like. I just feel like there's so much more happening in part two. Like they they make a they make a run for the pilot to get to the black box. You See, get a first hand account. This is why this is why putting slippering the the single episodes into one is <laughs> into two is a pain. I just I just really think. Um. Let me go back. Okay. So personally, I would think part two. You have part the, one. Part the, one ends with with them that monster the that bear. monster crashing through the right, right, right. the jungle, and they're being like, 
What the fuck was that? Right, and Charlie being like, my name's Charlie. You, you, well, no, that's how two starts. My name's Charlie, by the way. Oh, no, the the first one is when they find that they go to the pilot. That's in the first First day. one's in the pilot. Sorry, second one's polar bear and French lady. I'd say. And the, all the other chaos. I'd say the first one, especially if that pilot thing's at the end. Because that pilot thing, like the way it ends, like. Yeah, it know. ends with them, like. The, it like if, from if, the monster, doesn't it? Uh, it ends with after they after they uh run away from it and then they meet back up and then they see the they see the pilot in the trees and they're like what the oh, yeah. hell did that and then that's where that ends and then it starts up with uh them talking about that. I just feel like the only ooh what's gonna happen thing in the first episode is finding out that there's a monster. The second one, you have monsters monsters happening. You have a polar bear. You have French lady. You find out there's other people that are involved on this island. Obviously, at some point, a French lady's involved. Like, what is going on? They don't on? know that on the, first, on the third episode. But the French lady was there. Other people were on the island. She says... They're all dead. There were other people there she with didn't, her. She didn't say that there were other people there with her. She says they're all dead. Yeah, I'm the people, the they're one. like her team. Correct. Her team. There were other people on the island, not just her. Yeah, her team. Correct. She wasn't the only one. She yeah, is her now. Team. Yeah. Or whatever. But like, they're not like, they're not the only ones that happened to wreck on uh, this island. Okay, so I'm assuming Today. you're not going to bend on this, right? I'm just saying, convince me. Like, <laughs> I just really think that that episode has a lot going for it. It's also two against I, one. I would say, like, the first episode, That's, you're like, okay. wow. There's no, I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to do that because, because I know that you won't agree that the... Actually, I would say the pilot episode is probably better than this last episode. Only really? because... I, I, I like this last episode better, but I think the pilot episode is better. Why? Because of everything I just said that it introduces and does. Yeah, but it, it's it's what any book or any pilot episode does. It introduces the characters and it introduces what the show's about. It's about a plane crash, victims on an island. Like, why does it make it that much more special? I don't know. It's just the way... <laughs> Hold on. I literally, I literally wrote at the bottom of the page, average. <laughs> it's an okay. average episode. I, I would not that say is, what is so great about this episode. There's so many episodes the in pilot? the show that are great, cliffhanger grabbing episodes. No, no, you have to great? go by. You have to go by what it's what you've seen so far. I'm just it's saying, only those. It's only those I'm four just saying, episodes. What I've seen so far, I would say there's other. Okay. Episodes that starts off. Starts off with the crash. Goes to crazy stuff happening. Okay, I, I'm willing. I'm willing to since we're only since we're only four episodes in. Leave the first three up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I would say at least one and two are neck and neck. I would say Kate 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 is definitely yes, but four. but you'd also you also don't agree with with two with us either. So, but I would say Walkabout is definitely number one. Okay, but if to if, date. If walkabout and, but you're also okay. But, I was arguing two and three. Okay, but I'm also we're also arguing with you with one and two. So why? Which one? Which one would you say is one? 
for one. I don't know. I'm... You guys are saying the pilot episode is better than Walk. You know what? I think that we have to write them down and then and then submit them instead of <laughs> like saying what we're doing as that we're arguing and then the other person's like, uh, and then they don't like maybe don't want to say which. You can feel free to say which one you thought was one. We're not going to yeah. argue with you because no. I'm curious. I'm literally. Oh, I've I've literally been listening why... to you two instead of thinking which one I wanted first. <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't know we were arguing for number one. I thought Walkabout was number one. I didn't realize that that was under debate. I I was arguing for two and three. Four, Kate is definitely four. Mm-hmm. Three. I would still say I would still say three is episode the second part of the really yeah. Especially if you're going, okay, so especially if you're going one and two, you're trying to argue with one I and would two say, is? I would say walkabout, two, one, tabulous. Okay. Tabula rusa. Okay, no. There's no way you're going to put, you're going to put the the pilot, no. Okay, yeah. Okay, continue. Sorry, Vanessa. Um, I think I would go with the first episode of the pilot or four as number one. Okay. Um. And I don't know. I don't know what I would put them. Maybe so those two, either one and two, and the second part of the pilot is three. That's what I would say too. But we'll leave it for now, because as it, I don't know. I mean, as more of the episodes we watch. I feel like they're gonna move around anyway. So yeah, but really. it's it's gonna be every like potato, there's potato. there's stuff that's gonna be lower. Like it's all gonna be lower than those three. So it's just arguing over those. I so mean, then right we're split. I feel like right now we're splitting hairs because those are gonna be the top, lower the on one of, every, one of the one of the top ten every week. Then at the end of the episode, we already have our order written down and we submit it, and it's like okay, this one got two votes. This is this one. So do you want to do it like that? Like like a voting thing? Because a voting thing would just like pretty much make pilot part two, episode three, and then and then the pilot and then walkabout number two, probably. Or do you want to wait? I think if this actually gets big, we should leave it to a vote. I don't don't want to trust a bunch of rubes. Oh, How do with you think, uh, whoa! You you are giving fans not enough credit. Okay, but I'm not going to listen to what they say. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, okay, that, that, thank you for listening, but you know that this is this thank is. Thank you our... for listening. Your opinion doesn't matter. There can yeah. be. Thank a, you. You get it. There can be a panel order and a fan order. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, see, I agree with that. Where it's our our. The three of us ranking stuff, and then those jerks putting their stuff in in rank. By those jerks, I mean the people that listen to the show. <laughs> but I I don't think that they should have anything to say about about our stuff. Exactly. But yes, I like I'm I'm cool with leaving this up in the air for now. I think I need to think about it more. Like write down, like my order. Yeah. Think about it. Because I'm only, I'm only like, I like the Walkabout episode better, but it's only because I like the character. Where's my phone? I'm writing down my order. You're going to do all the episodes? So, no, I'm doing today. 
Oh, and yeah. I will move them around as I see fit. Okay. Lost <laughs> episode. Okay. Break. Okay, so right now the first three are up in the air, and then the number four is definitely tab- four. Yeah. <laughs> number four is definitely <laughs> Tabula Rus- Rasa. Um, yes. One. I guess three. <laughs> um. Okay. Any any other thoughts? Nope. No. How about how about we how about we uh leave the first unless we decide on unless somebody bends with the first three we just leave them for now and don't argue them about over them every week and then visit them like once every half season. All right. But yeah, so sure visit that visit the the rankings like like do it every episode but then visit the the top the ones we're having trouble with so I'm assuming it's going to be the top at least three right now but it's probably going to end up being like the top ten. Yeah. But uh. Okay. Thanks for listening and see you later. Right? Bye. Bye. Gotta do the end music. And then the end music. Do 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 do